Hello, everyone, and welcome back for another episode of the Bus Stop Podcast. Eric Wesley here with you as usual. And today we are focusing our attention on annual enrollment. Yes, it is that time of year once again and where we need to take a look at our benefits and make sure we have the coverage that we need. Here to help us through what this year's benefits enrollment period entails is Tanita Morris, Senior Director, Human Resources. Tanita, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks, Eric. It's great to be back. It's been a long time since we've talked to you, so I'm sure you have some good stuff for us to uh, learn on today. Um, this time of year is always important for employees as it pertains to our benefits and what we may or may not choose to have going forward throughout the upcoming year. Uh, this year's enrollment, though, Tanita, is a little different than what we are used to since we have a new parent company. Uh, so tell us how that is affecting this year's annual enrollment. Absolutely, Eric. Uh, this one is different, just like you say. Um, what we're in the middle of right now is our first annual enrollment period, which we are referring to as our short uh, 2022 uh, plan year. And that particular time frame that we're focusing on is October 1st through December 31st of 2022. Uh, the reason that we're having this short uh, enrollment is we're making the transition from having an October 1 plan year to aligning our benefit plan year with FLIX's fiscal budget and calendar year. So we're transitioning from an October 1 plan year to a January 1 plan year. So that's why we're actually having this short 2022 plan year, uh, just in order for us to make that uh, transition. So the one thing about the current enrollment period that we're talking about, we're in the middle of it, uh, the annual enrollment period began on August 15th, and it's going to run through the end of the month on the 31st. Uh, the great news for employees and really also for my benefits team is that the enrollment is going to be passive. So that's a great thing. Uh, what that means is that all of your current benefit elections that you have, including your dependents, will remain the same for our short 2022 plan year. Again, the period October 1st through December 31st of this year. So if you take absolutely no action, everything will remain the same and roll forward on October 1st. But even though we're not having any changes and it's passive for you, uh, we still always encourage that you log on to the benefits administration system just to be able to re review your beneficiary and your dependent information. We just want to make sure that that information is still accurate for you. And as a reminder, beneficiaries are things that you can update any time of the year. You never have to wait for annual enrollment. And the minute you make a change to your beneficiary, it is effective that very day. Uh, because we're doing this short uh, plan year, we didn't go through the trouble of printing uh, a lot of uh, materials or enrollment packets like you normally get from us, only because we're only focusing on this three-month period. So this year, there were no packets that we distributed. However, we did update all of our benefits enrollment information, and all of those documents are available to all of our employees in electronic form on the Greyhound portal and on the Business Solver portal. So that's basically where you want to go to be able to review all of the information and see what's coming up for the next few months or the remainder of the year. 
uh, that has very important information about what's happening as far as uh, any of our costs or the premiums, uh, as well as things like your deductibles, your out-of-pocket maximum, and the health reimbursement account for the medical plans. You know, with this being a short plan year, does that mean uh, employees will see an increase in the costs during this time? Uh, the good news is that we are not increasing any of the costs, so there won't be any increases in the employee premiums as it relates to our medical, dental, or vision plans. And on another note, uh, we do offer the hospital indemnity plan, which is a voluntary uh, plan. In that plan, actually, the rates are going to decrease. So good news all around from a rate perspective. We like to hear that, especially when you say decrease. Absolutely, um, <laughs> absolutely. You want to hear no change in decrease, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Now, when you say hospital indemnity costs will decrease, what exactly are those costs? Can okay. you give us some examples on that? Yeah, so the hospital indemnity plan is a plan that you can select uh, for employee only, or you can elect to cover uh, any of your dependents, so a legal spouse or any dependent children uh, who are of age to be covered under our plan. And this particular plan uh, provides a monetary benefit if you or any family member you cover have a hospital stay. So they would have to be admitted to a hospital. And if they have this particular plan, whether it's a planned hospital stay, so if someone knew they were going into the hospital for some type of surgery, or perhaps they were having a baby or something that was just unexpected and unplanned, anything that requires you to be admitted to the hospital, if you're in this plan, you can file an application and there will be a cash benefit that is paid directly to you, not to the insurance company. And this is really meant to help you and supplement your income should this be your situation as far as being hospitalized. And when you receive that money, again, it's paid directly to you. It's up to you how you spend it. So whether you use it to take care of co-pays, deductibles, co-insurance, or maybe you use it to personally pay your bills, your mortgage, your, your utilities, whatever the case is, the money is meant for you to use as you see fit because you've had this hospital stay. Okay, that all sounds good. Um... Since this year's coverage is just going from October to December, uh, what happens when January 2023 arrives? Well, when January 2023 arrives, we will be under our new plan year, and that's the plan year that's going to line up with what we do as far as the Flix budget year and the Flix fiscal year. So we are going to be coming to you in November. Uh, to have another enrollment period. Now you are accustomed to us coming to you in November, and that's normally the time that we would normally talk to you about the healthcare and the dependent care flexible spending account and the commuter benefits. We've always had that separate enrollment for those plans because from an IRS perspective, those things always lined up with the calendar year because of how we file our federal and state income taxes. But this time, since we're transitioning short plan year to the new plan year that's going to be effective January 1st, when we come to you in November, we're going to be talking to you about all of the benefits all over again, not just flexible spending accounts and the commuter benefits. Okay, so it'll be everything starting all over again in November. Well, I should say annual enrollment is going to encompass everything that yes. will start in January. Is that right? That is 100% correct, Eric. Okay, great, great. 
Um, well, I've got to ask you this. Since we're <laughs> not seeing an increase, and you did mention the decrease in the short plan year, will we see an increase in 2023? And will it be passive? Okay. Uh, those decisions haven't been made yet, but I can tell you one thing. Um, it will likely be passive because typically the only time we don't do a passive enrollment is if we're going to have major plan design changes, we're going to have perhaps a vendor change and rate changes. Uh, those things will not be happening for January. So although it's not finalized, it will likely be passive. So that part is a good thing. Uh, as far as the rates, I don't know. We're still uh, in our planning related to that. Um, it all is a, really determined by what happens, what claims, and what we see as far as utilization. And, and so far, things are going okay with the claims, but I honestly can't give you a true answer on the rates at this period. That would be something I'd probably know in the next few weeks or so. Okay. All right. Since you, you can't look into your crystal ball yet. I can't. <laughs> we'll wait and see what you have to tell us uh, in the coming months. So, um, all right, give us another reminder of what employees should be doing now for this short plan year. Okay, so the main thing, if they haven't already, we want them to go into the benefits administration system and review their benefits. Again, if they're not going to make any changes, everything is passive, everything is going to roll forward. We always just think it's a good practice to at least check on your benefits and beneficiaries to make sure that those things are how you want them to be. This short plan year, again, we're only looking at the period October 1st through December 31st of this year. Uh, the last day for the enrollment is going to be August 31st. And in terms of going into the benefits administration system to take a look at your benefits, whether you're just viewing them or making changes, we want you to go to www.benefitsolver.com. If you have previously registered for the system, then you'll just need to put in your username and your password to log in. If you've forgotten any of those things, when you get to that landing page, you can click on forgot username or password, and then you'll get an email so that you'll be able to get that information or reset the password. Now, if you've never registered for the system at all, you would go to the same link and you'll see a link on the right-hand side where you would click register. And you go through that process and it is gonna prompt or ask you for a company key. Uh, the company key is going to be the word Greyhound. It is case sensitive and it is in all lowercase letters. Um, if you have any trouble registering or logging in on the enrollment site, we always ask that you give Business Hour a call. The Business Hour phone number is 833-354-7815. They have representatives available Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Central. They have bilingual representatives available. And when you're in the system, there's also a chat feature. So if you prefer to speak to a representative via chat, you have that ability to do that as well. Um, we also have our online video library, and it's a series of a few short, perhaps four to five minute videos 
that gives you information on the benefit plans that we offer. It'll compare the medical plans or just give you information on shopping for healthcare. Uh, those are good tools for our employees or perhaps the spouse if they're the benefits person uh, in the family. Uh, another tool that we have for you when you're in the business solver system uh, is that they have something called My Choice, which is a decision, decision support tool. Uh, My Choice just helps you understand and make decisions about uh, the benefits that we offer and perhaps what might work best for your family and your personal situation. Uh, again, that tool is there for your use if you need it, but you can go through the benefit system and not use that decision support tool if you don't think you need it. All right, that all sounds good, Tanita. Um, that's going to do it for today. As usual, it's been a pleasure to talk with you again, and thank you for joining us on the podcast. Thanks for having me, Eric. Ladies and gentlemen, we want to thank you as well for joining us. And as usual, be sure to come back for the next episode of the Bus Stop Podcast. Until then, remember, you are Greyhound, so be safe, be stealthy.